Good morning. I'm Tom Snape, and we are joined by Bev Sperlin this morning. And uh, good morning to you, Bev. Good morning, Tom. Thanks for having me on today. Oh, you're welcome. And, uh, of course, uh, you have a, uh, an event coming up next month, and it's uh, something uh, close to your heart, uh, the Nick Sperlin Memorial Music Festival. And um, can you tell us the date, location, and so forth? Absolutely. The date is Saturday, August 14th, and it will be from 2 p.m., until 7, um, possibly going on a little bit later, um, we hope that people will kind of hang, hang out afterward and, um, and just enjoy the evening, um, maybe you know, bring some instruments and even have a jam session. So we're pretty open-ended. Um, it's going to be in Metamora, and we have a shop there called Of the Earth, and it is um, right across from the grist mill in the big red barn, so it's hard to miss. Oh, right. And then, um, you know, and also I understand that uh, you're going to, of course, you have uh, musicians from all over the region. And uh, uh, what are some other features that uh, you mentioned in a possible jam session? But what are some other uh, features uh, that uh, you plan to have that day? Well, at our specific event, we also have items that are being donated by local merchants and artisans. A lot of them are handcrafted items. And so they will be available um, to the highest bidder that day. We'll have food on site um, prepared by, you know, there in our kitchen we have a cafe. So we will be preparing food there for purchase that day. Um, Purely by coincidence, in Metamora that day is also our annual Children's Day. And the entire town will have activities designed for um, for children and their families. So um, one of the things that will also be in town that day is a, a marionette um, show for, for kids and their families. Um, so in addition to coming out and enjoying some amazing live local music, uh, families can also just come out and have a, a really enjoyable day together. All right, so all kinds of things going on that day, it sounds like. So uh, yeah. But uh, now, uh, can you give us a little bit uh, the uh, information as far as the uh, impetus uh, for this uh, particular uh, music festival? Sure. Um, Last July, so July 11th of 2020, our um, youngest son, Nick, uh, who was 19 at the time, um, did take his life. And so this um, event is geared towards, uh, for I guess, two different reasons. One is to promote awareness of um, depression, mental illness, and suicide prevention. Um, That's something that's very near and dear to our hearts, obviously. And also because we uh, felt strongly about um, continuing Nick's legacy, which was um, kindness, uh, empathy towards towards people who were sort of out on the fringe, who didn't feel connected. Um, We heard stories, many, many stories from classmates and people in the community about how he recognized that they were struggling and reached out to them. And so we're hoping that um, this scholarship, we developed a scholarship, set up a scholarship fund through the Decatur County Community Scholarship Foundation. Um, This was the first year that a scholarship was awarded. Right now, they're a $1,000 scholarship um, for a North Decatur or South Decatur high school senior 
who is planning to pursue a career in social work, mental health counseling, or art education. Um, and so the first scholarship this year was awarded to Kenda Sig, a North Decatur high school student. And we're really hoping to continue to fund this and um, maybe even to the point where we're able to offer multiple scholarships or, you know, more um, uh, higher value scholarships in the future. But um, this is just something that I think will help us honor Nick um, and also provide some education to the community uh, about some some of the struggles that people go through and that they're not always visible um, and, and not always recognizable. And the proceeds from the event uh, primarily going to the uh, Memorial Scholarship Fund. Uh, are there any other uh, avenues where uh, some of the donations that day uh, would go toward? Well, we are sort of collaborating with a, um, a new organization in Metamora that is sort of, it goes along with what we are trying to accomplish. Um, Nick was very much um, a lover of music and art, and he one of his favorite things was sharing music with people that music that was important to him and that he felt connected to. Um, and there's a new organization, the Metamora Center for. Um, oh gosh, it's a new it's a new organization in town that um, is geared to. Um, provide art education, music education, um, technical training for people. And so we're um, hoping to kind of partnership with them to provide some things that will help address, um, you know, people's mental health and build mental health and build connections in the community. And I uh, noticed that, uh, as you mentioned, the uh, scholarship going to a Decatur County High School senior, that's either North or South Decatur High School. Um, Correct. And, and of course, uh, somebody in art education, also uh, social work and uh, mental health counseling. And uh, uh, I think that's one of the components that I think that people uh, forget about when it comes to mental health counseling is that there's there's really a lot of connection between that and social work. Is is that uh, pretty much uh, uh, what you tend to see? Yes, there, there can be. Of course, um, social work is sort of is a very broad um, profession, and so social workers can do um, a variety of different um, jobs, and, and their their focus can be a, a lot different in a lot of different areas. Um, one of those things, of course, is clinical social work, um, where they would work in a mental health center or private practice and provide counseling um, to, to people that, you know, were experiencing some difficulties and just needed, um, needed some help sorting through um, issues that they're having. And then, of course, mental health counseling goes hand-in-hand hand with that. Um, the art education part of that was because of Nick feeling so connected to the art education program at North Decatur, um, that was a really important piece in his life, and so we wanted to kind of honor that piece of Nick also. Now, did he express interest in uh, becoming an art educator? Um, Nick actually struggled so much throughout his um, childhood, well, adolescence, I should say, that 
it was hard for him to, I think, know what the future held for him. Um, he was actually, there were periods in his life from early adolescence until, of course, um, he ended up taking his life where he was very depressed, um, expressed thoughts of suicide. Um, our family, you know, tried to stay uh, aware of what was going on with him and take him for um, counseling and try to get help for him. Um, it, it just, for him, it that was not something that he was able to accept. Um, he wasn't able to bring himself to talk about the things that were really causing him to struggle. And so I think if, if we could have got that um, issue, those issues for him under control, I really think that um, art, art education, music, those things, those were his passions. So I think that um, that could have been something that he would have had an interest in um, if we could have had you know, a different outcome for addressing his mental mental health issues. And with that, we're going to go ahead and take our break, and we'll be back with more talking with Bev Sperlin on The Daily Pod on 103.9 WRBI. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let To-Go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To-Go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville To-Go, big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back to The Daily Pod. I'm Tom Snape. We are speaking with Bev Sperlin as uh, she gets ready to, uh, is organizing the Nick Sperlin Memorial Musical Festival in Metamora on August 14th. Of course, Nick, her son, who uh, sadly took his own life in uh, last year. And, uh, uh, and of course, uh, that's that's the thing that I think that uh, something that needs to be made aware of, uh, you know, how prevalent suicide really is in this country, Bev. Well, the... The most recent year for which um, data is available was 2019, and during that year, um, 47,500 people died in this country by suicide. Um, it is the second leading cause of death in people ages 10 to 34 years. Um, so, you know, it's a it's a problem um, that really is. Um, prevalent among our young people primarily, but, you know, that's not to say that people in all stages of life aren't at risk. They certainly are, Um, but it seems like depression, anxiety, um, trauma issues are really prevalent in that age group. Um, And also, you know, there's a lot of research and studies that show that these types of issues go hand in hand with, um, you know, addiction. Um, other mental health issues, uh, abuse. So, you know, there's just a lot of, of problems in society that um, are sort of the result, I guess, of untreated mental illness. So um, that's that's something that I would love people to, to know and be, be more aware of. Now, have uh, other people who have had a loved one... Um commit suicide, uh, reached out to you, or have you uh, and also uh, returned the favor, so to speak, uh, since Nick's passing? I have been contacted by 
for many, many people. Um, some who um, want to share experiences that they personally had, um, you know, ways that they were able to overcome um, having suicidal thoughts or, you know, other depression, mental, uh, mental illness issues. Um, I've also been contacted by concerned family members um, asking for, I guess, my advice, feedback on uh, how to handle a family member that they were concerned about. And I've also had people that were um, considering suicide reach out to me. And um, I, you know, I feel like that's a very, um, I'm going to use the word holy <laughs> experience because um, that, to reach out to someone is so important. Um, by by connecting with someone and and asking you know for help or just being able to express those feelings to someone and those thoughts, that's really the most important piece in my opinion in um, in preventing um, a suicide or preventing someone from self harm. So um, I would I just encourage people to if they're having any of these any thoughts of, you know, hopelessness, um, not wanting to wake up in the morning, um, you know, fleeting thoughts of ways to to um, end their life. Those are really, really important warning signs for you, for us to recognize in ourselves and know that um, it's time to, you know, reach out to a trusted friend, family member, um, mental health professional. There's a a 20, the 24-7 um, crisis line, it's the suicide lifeline. Um, it is available, like I said, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's answered by trained crisis um, workers. Um, so that I'm going to give that number. It's 1-800-273-8255. Um, and they can offer help to someone who is contemplating suicide, um, you know, just feeling, like I said, hopeless, helpless, um, not seeing a point in going forward. They can also provide assistance and resources to friends and family members who might be concerned about a loved one. Um, and I would like, you know, to, for people to kind of educate themselves uh, in looking at uh, warning signs that someone may be considering ending their life. So, you know, you're going to be looking for people to become withdrawn, um, you know, don't have an appetite, um, losing weight. Um, sometimes they're angry and, you know, you can't really figure out why. Um, giving away possessions or, uh, you know, making comments uh, about wishing that they wouldn't wake up or that they didn't have to um, go on. Things, things like this, they don't necessarily mean that someone is going to attempt suicide, but they're signs that um, we may want to take a closer look and just, you know, have a conversation with them and ask them, um, even ask them, are you having thoughts of ending your life or are you having thoughts of suicide? Um, you know, mental health experts tell us that asking someone, um, point blank does not give them the idea of showing themselves. Um, what it does is 
you know, bring it, bring it to the surface and give that person an opportunity to talk about something that is very frightening um, and they may feel like it's taboo and that they, you know, no one wants to talk to them about that. So, you know, mental health professionals encourage us to have conversations like that with people when we notice some, you know, some things are not quite right. Okay, Bevan, could you give uh, once again the um, number for the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, please? Yes, that number is 1-800-273-8255. And they also have uh, a text um, chat thing set up. And I know that sometimes young people are more comfortable, uh, you know, communicating that way, and, and they realize that too. And so... That number, you can text HOME, H-O-M-E, to 741-741, and then someone will um, initiate a, a chat with you, and, and you can um, get some help that way also. All right, so text HOME to 741-741. Yes. All right. So, again, that uh, number for the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 1-800-273-8255. And uh, getting back to uh, the actual event on August 14th, uh, and, uh, uh, you have a, a list of uh, performers that, uh, who, who will be uh, performing uh, that, that day? I do, actually. Um, I'll go through the list. And this may or may not be an all-inclusive list where things are still a little fluid, um, and so we're just developing the schedule now. So uh, Shannon Amber, who is a Franklin County resident um, and, and pretty well-known in the area, will be performing. Um, a couple, Benbo uh, and Linder, they're from Indianapolis, but they're well-known also in Metamora and often perform at um, different events in town. Holly and Rick Garrett of Patchwork will be there that evening or afternoon. Um, Brian and Molly Wallen um, and Katrina Campbell, and they're going to combine their, their separate um, acts, but they're going to actually combine forces, and um, they call their, their act when they work together the Caterwallens, um, and so they will be performing um, probably some... And also, I want to mention that a lot of these um, acts are all singer-songwriters, so there's going to be some uh, original uh, pieces that they're going to perform for, for folks. So that's always um, enjoyable. And Steve Collier from Metamora will be there. And then um, something really that I feel is really, really special is that um, some of Nick's friends who are musicians um, have asked and they've agreed to perform, and they're all, some of them are going to be performing some original pieces um, and some pieces that Nick shared with them, and so that's going to, I think, really be special. Um, and, and what I want to also say about this is that this is going to be a very light, celebratory atmosphere. Um, we want to honor Nick, celebrate his life, and celebrate his legacy, and, um, and really just you know, ha- come together and and hopefully have some healing for um, those of us who, um, you know, are, are suffering um, because of Nick's loss or people who are suffering because of their own 
uh, mental illness issues, depression, and anxiety, and just the community um, as a whole. We, you know, the spirit of this is about um, connection and community um, and connecting through music, especially. And so that's that's what I want people to go away um, feeling like they they really were connected. So. Uh- Pretty much a, a case of uh, something horrible in uh, your life, your son's uh, uh, suicide, and then you turn it into a, something more celebratory uh, type of thing, uh, make a, you know, something horrible and uh, something good can come out of it. Absolutely, absolutely. And you asked me the question about other activities or events that we may sponsor, um, and I, I cannot let me think of the name of the organization. It's Metamorphs. Creative Arts and Education Center. It's a newly um, founded 501c3 organization. Um, we're going to do, you know, trying to collaborate with them, like I said, to provide some art education, music education, things like that. Um, and also, you know, we would like to eventually fund some, you know, public awareness and education activities on our own for the Nick Berlin. Um, memorial fund that we have uh, recently established. So, uh, again, this is the first annual, so uh, the sky's the limit on us, and we, we just appreciate all of the um, support and and outpouring of um, love and concern that the community has shown us and want to give something back. All right, Bev Sperlin, and again, the uh, particulars on the uh, Nick Sperlin uh, Memorial Music Festival, please. Again, that is going to occur on Saturday, August 14th. The time is 2 p.m. start time. Um, We'll go at least until 7 p.m. that evening. There's a link on our um, Facebook page for our uh, business. It's of the Earth Cafe, and that's uh, the site of this event. So there will be a link there for more information and also a link to... um, to give a donation if you if this is something that speaks to you that you're not able to come that day and you want to contribute there's a, a venmo link on our facebook page all right so again that's august 14th uh, starting at 2 p.m the uh, nick sperlin memorial music festival at of the earth cafe that's on main street in metamora uh, bev sperlin thank you so much for uh, joining us this morning for uh, speaking to this and uh, Uh, Best of luck to you and everybody involved in this uh, particular um, uh, venture. Thank you so much, Tom. I really appreciate you having me on today. And once again, our thanks to Bev Sperlin for joining us this morning, speaking about the Nick Sperlin Memorial Music Festival in Metamora on August 14th. I'm Tom Snape for The Daily Pod.